I'm Sage. Welcome back to Isn't Sage. On today's episode, we're talking all things New Year's. We know you're just as ready to move forward as we are, so let's look forward to the new year ahead. But before we get into today's topic, let's take a few minutes to share our penny thoughts. For those of you who are new to our podcast, welcome! We ask each other the question, a penny for your thoughts, and share what's on our mind. This can be something that we've been thinking about a lot this week, or an article that we read, or just something that we think is interesting. So is a penny for your thoughts. Um, so my penny thought this week, similar to last week, is food-related. Um, I just wanted to tell you about it. So I'm going to make pot pie for dinner today. Um, I don't eat most meat. My partner does. So I got him like some rotisserie chicken from the store today. So I'm going to make them in little mini Pyrex containers. And I'm going to do one chicken one and one vegetarian one. Um, and I have this pre-made pie dough. And on the top of the pot pies, I'm going to do a little design. So the chicken one is like a chicken face. And the veggie one is like a carrot or something. Oh my gosh. Isn't that cute? I just like had to tell somebody my plan. I've been thinking about it for a while. So, I love it. Yeah. It's so you. <laughs> Sage, a penny for your thoughts. So I have been thinking a lot about snail mail recently. Okay. For many reasons. I love sending out snail mail to my friends and family. And um, if you want to get on my mailing list, just text me. <laughs> um but yeah, I enjoy sending out cards and things like that. And it's, I feel like this is just the time of the year when a lot of mail is going around, um, whether it's like people ordering stuff online or um, sending each other cards. I personally love sending people cards and notes because it's just uh, in the mail, especially it's just so much more personal. I feel like you take out the time in your day to write something down on a piece of paper as opposed to just send it via text or send an email or whatever it is. It just feels more thoughtful. Um, and so I really like snail mail. And I know that things have been a lot like delayed a lot this year because I mean, everything is going through snail mail. Yeah. So um, I know it's affecting a lot of businesses too, which, which is, which isn't great, but um, it's, I'm glad that people are like using the postal service and um, although they might be overwhelmed that things are still coming their way. Yeah, we are proud USPS supporters here. And as a recipient of your snail mail, I fully support it as well. All right, let's jump in. Uh, So today's podcast is all about 2021, New Year's, New Year's Eve, getting ready for this new year where we can finally theoretically move into new, better times. Um, before we jump in, we wanted to do a little level set that a little bit of what we'll be talking about is more so what we're hoping for the 2021, our goals, as well as reliving some of our favorite New Year's Eve experiences. Um, but I just want to put out a gentle reminder that this was an insane year. We all know this. We don't need to spend a lot of time talking about this, but getting to the end of this year and thinking like, okay, at least I survived 2020, that is totally okay if that is your conclusion for this year. And I think we can all put that on top of our like successful achievements for this year as we made it this far. So just a reminder that we're not going to focus that much on 2020. Nobody needs to hear more about it. We've all lived it. Um, But this is not... This is a looking forward episode. Yeah, exactly. And like it was what it was and we survived it and we're moving forward and continuing to survive. So that's 
Just like a level set off the top here. <laughs> Survive and thrive. Ooh, I like that. Um, so we're going to start off by talking about New Year's Eve and New Year's Eve celebrations, which Ooh. is so much fun in my opinion. <laughs> Obviously, this year we can't celebrate the way we normally would, but I think it would be fun to go back and talk about some of our favorite New Year's Eves. Our first and only New Year's Eve together was in 2018 when you came, when you and I were in India. Yeah, um, we spent it with some of my friends from high school. Where, like, I do every year. I, I, um, we go all out and we kind of just hang out at a friend's house, um, celebrate the new year, just chill, honestly. And it's the, it's like for me, that's the best time because it's quality time with mm-hmm. my friends. And it was so great to have you there too. Um, it was the fir- I think your first time visiting India. Yeah, and. Yeah, it was. And it was just such a blast after it was a great way to sort of, I guess, end our trip. Yeah, because um, I was there right after Christmas through early in the year. And it was so much fun. I got to meet so many more of your friends. I got to celebrate. I normally have pretty low key New Year. So it was kind of fun to go hang out with a bunch of people, do like a party kind of thing, which sounds crazy now. Um, but it was so much fun. That was such a great year. And we had matching outfits which is, oh my know, gosh. Always so I mean, semi matching outfits as well. <laughs> they were coordinated outfits. Um, yes, like they were. Dress slash skirt in the same pattern with obviously sequins for New Year's Eve. Um, yes, of course. And my sister also had a matching dress. She was yeah. matching me just in a different color. It was real so cute. It was very coordinated. <laughs> I did organize the outfits and I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, I think you did a great job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, what was one of your most memorable New Year's Eves? I think, honestly, I feel like that's top of my list, in part because I don't – I haven't normally done as, like, big of a thing. Like, honestly, I don't really remember college. I'm sure it was just hanging out with people either at home. But always, like, smaller get-togethers, and even after college, it's either been, like, a couple friends hanging out, or I would be traveling occasionally, so not even in the U.S., and I never really have done – like the New Year's Eve bar scene, just because it's such a racket and it's so expensive. And it just, either I haven't been coordinated enough or the friend group, like it's not happening. So it's always been pretty low key. So it was a highlight um, to be, A, to like get to hang out with you and do like a big New Year's thing together and to have like a night, like a festive New Year's Eve night um, that wasn't in like my living room. So that was a highlight, honestly. Yeah. Well, so do you have a, any other like best experiences you'd highlight or should we move on to not so best experiences? I feel like they all like every year we kind of, we do almost the same thing. I think there was one year we did, we did something different, like, and by different, I mean, we just changed locations. (laughs) It was the same people pretty much. Um, But it's always like hanging out with my friends from high school. Sometimes my friends from college also come and, um, that's awesome but I can't tell you like okay this was 2018 this was 2019 this was 2017 like I can't tell you the difference other than if someone was visiting that year or not Uh um I think I've really enjoyed all of my new years with my friends and it's kind of sad that this is going to be the first one that I don't get to share it with them oh yeah because the tradition too is so much of the fun is like is that we do it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's okay, though. I mean, that is just what this year is, so. Exactly. 
So what are some of your not so great experiences <laughs> New Year's Eve nights? I mean, I feel like I don't have, it's not like I have one night. I guess, okay, now I just remembered one um, from, this is from college. I was, it was somebody I was dating at the time and we went, like, had gone out to celebrate in his like hometown um, and we took an Uber home at, I don't like at 1230, so pretty early, like right after the ball dropped. And it was maybe like a 15 minute ride and the bill was over a hundred dollars. What? I know, isn't that crazy? And I was like, we really should have just gone to a 24 hour diner and like waited out an hour until rates dropped. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't know, like even that, like it's annoying, but it's kind of to be expected going out on New Year's. Yeah. No. Actually, you reminded me of a New Year's Eve that I had that wasn't recent. Um this was when I was very young. Um, when I was living in New York, uh-huh. we went to see the ball drop in Times Square, Whoa. which was, well, we weren't like out in the crowds and whatever, but uh-huh. I remember being in like an office building and that's even better <laughs> and watching the ball drop from inside. And it was just like, as a kid, I was just like, why is everyone like super hyped about it? But then like <laughs> when it was happening, like as the ball was actually dropping, it was pretty hyped, dude. Like that's so cool. I was really enjoying it. And I, I think I fell asleep after that. I mean, probably if you were so young, but that's- I don't really recall what else happened that night. (laughs) I just remember like the ball dropping. Dude, that's so sick though. Especially to have somewhere indoors you can be. So like not be outside in the cold for 12 hours, like people who work Mm -hmm. bikers or whatever. Like to each their own, but that's a lot. Well, yeah, yeah, that that is a lot. Um, I think the, the thing I remember the most about that night was being like, okay, we're all waiting for this ball to drop. But like, will it drop and then shatter? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, one, once it was over, I was like, that's it. It just went down. <laughs> okay, it's done. It is such a random, and I don't know the history behind why the ball drop happens. But it is kind of funny that it's literally just like this ball slowly descending. Like, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's symbolic, I think. That's the point of it, right? I guess. I don't know. It's whatever it is. It's festive. But... Yeah, I think one of my less exciting New Year's, I'm not going to say it's, it was one of the worst New Year's because I think it is like, I still did have a really good time. Mm -hmm. I, this is, I think when I was like in middle school, probably. Yeah. Um, I stayed home with one of my best friends and we were just sitting at our computer. We were both playing, we were playing, taking turns playing the game Croc (laughs) and, uh, at midnight, uh, someone came in and was like, oh, ha- one of my family members came in and was like, oh, happy new year. And we were like, happy new year. We looked at each other, happy new year. And <laughs> then we just kept playing the game. Dude, that's awesome. That's like actually in my middle school years, I used to host like a few of my friends would come over and we'd literally just play video games all night long. That's the best. Honestly, like I don't hate it. I'm still into that. And it's actually last year. So 2019, coming into 2020, I had just gotten back from Taiwan with my partner. So, like, we landed either on the 30th or the 31st. So, like, literally just off the plane. And we're so jet-lagged. And so we stayed up till midnight. And then I stayed up another four hours playing Candy Crush. Like, literally <laughs> Candy Crush until 4 a.m. <laughs> oh, that my was God. my New Year's party. And my, like my, my partner had gone to bed. So it was just me by myself in the office, like, swiping. So I've been on it because like when you come back, like you're so like you're literally flip flopped. So 
Yeah, you're just so out of it. Yeah, totally. I'm a horrible person when I'm jet lagged. It's tough. And I used to be like I could mind over matter it more, but in like the yeah. past couple years, I've gotten a lot more. Like I feel like either I'm able to like push through it pretty quickly and then I'm fine, or I just like am stuck in like a rut for like five days plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to when we traveled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the new year often brings New Year's resolutions. So do you do New Year's resolutions? Should we do New Year's resolutions? Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So I um, I don't necessarily do New Year's resolutions anymore. I do the Year of Isabel resolutions, which starts on my birthday and ends on my birthday, um, which is in March, which is kind of nice because New Year's is like the three-quarter mark. So by New Year's, I can look at my Year of Isabel resolutions and decide if I have, in fact, achieved them or not. And if not, I'm like, okay, I have three months to make it happen. Um, so schedule works out. But I think otherwise, I've never, like, I've occasionally set resolutions over the years, probably in the way other people, or maybe not most people, but some people do in that, like, you set a re- resolution, and then by Jan 15, you're like, okay, I don't care. Um, <laughs> so doing the year of Isabel, I try to make it more personal and thus, like, actually stick to it more mixed reviews um but what about you what are your thoughts on new year's resolutions I feel like my resolutions are things that like I want to be working on or doing anyway they're not like they're not I mean some of them are more like tangible I guess but some of them are more abstract Mm -hmm. um I think that they're just things that like I want to be giving time to and focusing my energy on more than anything else um, I, last year I did, I, I wrote down like 10 things, but I, I'm just going to share three of three of them, uh-huh. um, with our listeners. The first one was to take a trip every month, which <laughs> I did until the pandemic started. Yeah. Um, I took a trip in January two in February. And then I, when I came home in March, I, that was it. That oh. was, my travel was done. The, the second one that I had was to, continue to work out three to four times a week which I was doing again up until the pandemic I think I was very consistent with it and with that it wasn't like I need to go to the gym three to four times a week it was more about like feeling healthy than anything else and feeling strong and feeling fit um and then the but the third one that I'm going to share with everyone is uh visit and talk to friends more often obviously the visit stuff didn't happen as much because of the pandemic but the talk to friends stuff, I think the pandemic definitely changed like how we communicate with our family and our friends a lot. Mm-hmm. And it involved a lot more virtual conversations, which I think I was doing anyway, but it just, ever because everyone was at home, it sort of was like a level playing field in some cases, in some ways. I don't know how, quite how to describe it, but um, I was able to connect with my friends a lot more and part of that was circumstance but also part of that was just something that I wanted to do yeah yeah I think it's a way a good way of putting it too because it became more I feel like it felt weird previously to like set up a call with all your college roommates or stuff like that but during pandemic times it was like suddenly everybody was on zooms catching up and it's like we're no longer restricted to the people we see in person which yeah was something and that was something like this goal was kind of 
it I had met a couple of my friends from high school in August of 2019 mm-hmm. and that's sort of how this goal came about I was like I want to be able to like visit my friends more and like put in more time um and that definitely changed and we were able to sort of maintain that connection but like ideally like I would have loved to do like a trip with them or whatever yeah but alas not this year (laughs) alas yeah I think those are all good ones and I like what you said too about it's a little bit like I try to view it a little bit as like setting an intention for the new year maybe or more like using it to guide what you want to do and less just like Take things off a list. Yeah, exactly. Like, it has to have some sort of connection to make it sustainable. I do have um, my, like, one of my old resolutions from a few years back that I think I'm going to bring back is to eat fruit for breakfast or, like, eat fruit with breakfast, Mm -hmm. which sounds, like, pretty basic. It's a little bit as, like, I think I need to increase my fruit intake. So that's, like, part of it. But I also do think it kind of, to me, it is a little metaphorical in that it's, like, starting my day by making a choice that I know will benefit me like it's not that hard to eat a banana I just have to like take that step and be like okay I'm gonna like do something good for myself this morning and like hopefully that sets the tone um yeah no I know what you mean it that that, that's exactly what I was like going for with my uh I don't want to call them resolutions I want to call them goals or guidelines because I think like you said they are more like the way I want to live my life as opposed to like things I want to do. It's not my bucket list. It's my journey list, I guess. I, don't know. <laughs> I just made that up. That's not bad. I like it. Yeah. It's like, and there are, there has to be a level of like, there's some way you have to measure it somehow. Um, otherwise it's really hard to actually identify if you've done it. Like my, I tried. So this year, year of Isabel, again, my birthday was in March. So we were, just in like the first dark days of quarantine at least for my state and it's like I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I was like well a lot of things like are kind of off the table so I tried to set like try to think of like intentions I could set every month a lot of overkill ultimately I kind of came back to this idea of like wanting to be a more functioning adult Mm -hmm. (laughs) like do like the things that I knew I should like somewhere like do the dishes after dinner. Don't wait till the next morning. Like, put away the laundry once you fold it. Um, and full disclosure, I have a basket of folded laundry on the couch right now that's been there for two days. So, <laughs> still working on that one. But it's like something like that. I think my issue too is that I kind of set that like intention, but I didn't put any measures around it. So, it's like, did I do it? I guess kind of, but I can't like, it's hard for me to look at it and say, like, oh, yes, I actually did make progress or I didn't because I don't have a way to really track it. Yeah, I think I I think I get what you mean. Like, do you put your goals or your intentions anywhere? Like, I have a couple of whiteboards in my house, which I think is not necessarily common for people. People have them in their offices mm-hmm. usually, but um, I have two whiteboards in my house, and sometimes I'll write down like if I'm like sli- not slipping, but if I'm forgetting, if I'm forgetting what I want to be doing, then I will write them down on the whiteboard so I like see them more regularly and then it's more likely that I'm going to be doing them yeah I am I have like a bullet journal that I've been using the past couple of years I am but I think this it's just like I haven't set like 
Because it's like you don't have to be checking off a list, but you also kind of do a little bit because that's how you can mark progress too. And my most yeah. successful year of Isabel was maybe three, three or four years ago. And I had maybe five things on it. And then it was like, take the um, take the exam I needed for grad school, travel to a new country, do like all these things. And I was able to like, look, keep going back to this list. And it was like, okay, I haven't done this yet. Let me like find a way to make it happen. So I think writing it down is really helpful. And I like your idea of putting it on like a whiteboard or something you see every day. So you don't let it slip accidentally. Yeah. It's really hard, I think, to do something like that because like part of it is like you could write down things that you want to do in like the next year, but really we all have no idea what's going to happen. I think if anything, this year is such a good example of that. Like we can plan and plan and plan, but life has a way of throwing us curveballs. So (laughs) Exactly. I think it's like taking it with a grain of salt. Like we don't have to do 100% of everything um, on our lists or on our goal sheet. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've really learned this year in particular, probably because of what you're saying and that like a lot of what we planned wasn't really feasible, but giving yourself like, like targeting an 80% success rate is like my magic number um, for like, like I trained for a virtual half marathon this year and I've done I've run very casually, but I've done a half marathon before. So I knew kind of what I was doing. And even Mm -hmm. then, like, I would have four or five workouts a week. And it was like, if I only got four out of five, like, that was okay. And just like, giving myself a little bit, like, I find that I do better if I have a little bit of buffer. Versus like, like, if I miss it, I'm just like, not so putting so much pressure on it that it's like, oh, it's all done. Like, I didn't make it. I'm done. You know, so I think that's something that has really helped me is like, like, it's okay to not do it 100%. You're still making progress, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, if I give myself yeah. an inch, I'll take a mile. Oh, uh, yeah. You have to, like, you have to try. There's a balance yourself. between it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, if you miss a day of doing something, like, like working out, it's mm-hmm. very easy to be like, oh, I miss this day. Like, I'm, like, never going to be able to do this again. And yeah. it's like, no, that's not the case. Like. Exactly. Just like go again. Tomorrow you can do it. Yeah. Even if you missed one day, it's okay. Yeah. And it's like, it took me a while to adjust to that. And I still, like, obviously, it's all a work in progress. But you, some of it, I feel like as time goes by, like, you build up more, like, faith in yourself to say, like, okay, if I don't go for my run today, it's going to be okay. Like, I will go tomorrow. And then also trying all those, like, mental reframing tactics of, like, this thing I don't want to do. If I think about how it'll make me feel after I do it, like I know if I run, I'm going to feel really good after and that'll get me out the door. I write down my goals in my journal uh-huh. and I find that whenever I actually take the time to like sit down and reflect and look at the, not only the goals, but also just like reflect on what's happening in the day and the sp- in the time that I'm in. That's when I really am able to like realign myself with like what I really want to be doing and so it's never like a one and done thing like I write down these like 10 goals for the year and then that's it I think it's like a constant like check in with yourself too and say okay this is like where I'm at right now what can I do what can't I do um what is something small that I could do right now or 
what is something bigger that I could plan or whatever yeah. the situation may be like looking at it in that space and time too. So it's not just like a, you set it for January 1st and then you forget it. It's like you set it on January 1st, but then like you can continue to iterate and modify it through the year yeah. as like life happens <laughs> and things change because that's always going to be the case. Like yeah. if there's one thing you can expect, it's change. I like that flexibility a lot. And do you think by doing that, do you see more progress? Like, do you see yourself changing over the pages or is it you're still living it? So it's hard to see that. I think like when I look back at some of the pages, um, it's different. Like obviously the, I've had new experiences and that add or change the way I'm thinking about something. Um, like I said, mentioned that trip earlier that really changed my perspective on like how I wanted to spend time with my friends. Um, and so, yeah, in some ways I, I do think that every time I sit down, like it does change somewhat, like even a small amount. And I think that it's not really like you can't, I don't really see it as like measuring progress. Like I know you said like 80%. And I think that while that's like great and I do I do that as well with my list. Like I'll be like, okay, this is January 1st. Like I'm looking back at my list from last year. Like what did I want to like do this year or like what goals did I want to achieve? But I think that while that's great, it's also like you have to take into account everything that happened that year. Right. And I think that having a list of goals doesn't reflect what actually happens. It's that progress that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you can measure it in like one instance. I think it's it's so cumulative that like, yeah, you might have had this list on January 1, but really that list doesn't encompass everything that happened to you that year. And it also doesn't um, speak to how much you've grown. Like you might have grown in a way that you didn't anticipate. Yeah. So I think that's just how I view it. Yeah. No, I think that's really valid. And I think it's a good and important reminder that things will change. And as long as you're finding a way to be open with yourself, you're going to recognize progress you have made or changes you have made, whether or not they were on your initial list. And mm. ultimately, like, that's more important is, like, what's actually happened and how, like, how you're doing throughout the year versus one list you check Jan 1 and December 31st. Yeah, for sure. So should we switch gears a little bit and do our rapid fire 2021 resolutions activity yeah so we um came up with this activity to get us primed into thinking about 2021 Woohoo! can't wait um so it's we're calling it the rapid fire 2021 resolutions activity we encourage you to do it along with us um we're essentially going to do a few rapid fire questions back and forth to get us thinking about what we want our 2021 to look like some things to keep in mind um so we're just gonna jump into it and we'll go from there so Sage, first question use three words to describe your intentions for the new year okay reflective Ooh. fun nice and creative Ooh, i like all of those i think those are really good same question go i'm gonna take creative as well maybe intentional like less time mindlessly doing stuff I don't need to do um and active I would like to just like do more things in general yeah 
So if you had to pick a color theme for the year, what color would you pick? Okay. So many options. I've really been thinking about the color yellow lately a lot. So I might have to go with yellow, like like a deep yellow. Um, like an orker? Yeah, maybe a little bit paler than that, but like in that family for mustard. sure. Mustard. <laughs> yeah, mustard. I, you know I love mustard. Yeah, I would pick <laughs> mustard yellow or I could consider like a cranberry red. I feel like that's too aggressive for what I've, like, the tone I want to set. So I'm going to go mustard yellow, final answer. Okay. I'm going to go with black glitter is the theme of 2020 for me. I love it. Guess your 2021 hairstyle. I think my hair doesn't really change. It's always (laughs) curly, so curly hairstyle. I think I am, I have been going, like, a little bit more straight recently. I currently have straight hair right now as we're recording this. Um, (laughs) But curly and long is probably the way it's going to be for 2021 until I could get a haircut. (laughs) What about you? So I cut my own hair on over Thanksgiving break. Brave. It was, okay, so I hadn't had a haircut since January 2020 um cut it in November 2020 I also have curly hair and I normally get it cut every two months so it has it had gotten so long so unmanageable so I'm hoping for 2021 to have a professional cut my hair at some point (laughs) (laughs) but I always wear it kind of shorter curly and having it grow out so much over the year I just reaffirmed that I prefer it to be shorter um so maintaining that I suppose um what is the first meal you'll eat in 2021? I should have thought about this. <laughs> you know, I have all my meals planned for the next like two weeks. So <laughs> you do? Yeah, I I mean, I don't actually stick oh, to you, it. Because you went grocery shopping? Yeah, I just like made a list of all the stuff I want to do. But I do know what I'm making New Year's Day. But what are you making New Year's Day? Okay, you're going to be so jealous. I think we're going to do a hot pot. As like starting the new year with just like an amazing giant meal so I mean you could do it at home too it's like so easy you just the trick to doing good hot pot at home is getting a good base and getting all the right mix-ins and then you just eat until you can eat no more I haven't really thought about it I don't know what I'm gonna do New Year's Day I think I'll just like be a free agent and decide on the day be like well what am I thinking yeah. What most, am I feeling? Most restaurants will be closed, so prepare yourself. Well, I can cook. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I think the only thing that I would want from outside that I can't cook myself is pho. Mm-hmm. That just, I haven't quite learned how to do that yet. It's just like there's no way to really replicate. Like you can make your own, but it's not going to be the same as like the restaurant where they're making their broth and letting it just like stew all day and, you know. Yeah. It it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. Okay, so name two things that you're looking forward to in 2021. Okay. The first thing I would say is more like outdoor activities in summer of 2021. This past year, we did some hiking and camping, but my biggest learning was that we didn't plan nearly far enough in advance. So like taking more advantage of all of like the natural parks, there's a lot of outdoor activities in my state. So like doing more of those. And um, I think also my second thing is also summer related. And it's just like being a student, I think I'll have more free time between when classes are done and my internship and when classes start again. So 
just like taking advantage of having time off that's not PTO because that's so rare in like adulthood. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. What about you? Good. Yeah. I guess something that I'm looking forward to in 2021 is spending time with my family. And then the second thing that I'm looking forward to, I want to say is feeling healthier. Mm. Um, that's a bit abstract because it can be, it's like in more ways than one. I think it's physically, it's what I'm eating. It's mentally, um, just everything being healthier. Yeah. I think that's a great one. Dude, I love that because I think that is also potentially something people don't necessarily focus on as much as they could. Before we wrap up, any final thoughts, Sage? Any goals yet for 2021? No pressure if you're still deciding. No, I think I like sort of told you earlier too. I was like, I don't think I have any specific goals, goals for 2021. I think there are things that I just want to do personally. Mm-hmm. That might take different shapes or forms through the year. And I don't quite know. Dude, that's all good. I like what you said too earlier. Um, especially right now, it's hard to plan some things because we just don't know what things are going to look like. So I think the one thing on my list besides uh, having fruit every day um, is <laughs> <laughs> trying, like coming up with something ambitious to do in 2022. Just like getting over the, I don't know, like, the collective disappointment of having so many canceled plans in 2020 and 2021, like finding something to still like look forward to and plan for. I don't know. I'm thinking like, I want to do something big. I don't know what yet, but. Um, I think for 20, I, I think I also like want to plan something for like post pandemic, but you can't really plan anything right now. So at least I don't feel like I can plan anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that is the end of the Rapid Fire 2021 resolutions activity. I hope you all enjoyed that. I hope you thought about your own responses. Let us know your hairstyles, colors, and otherwise. Um, I want to know if there are any other mustard yellow 2021ers out there because we can make it like a DM group together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you have any black glitter fellows, let me know. Heck yeah. Hashtag black glitter. that's a wrap on our new year's episode follow us on instagram at isnsage and let us know what you think by sending us a dm or emailing us at isnsage at gmail.com thanks for listening don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast for more episodes Bye. bye Podcast produced by Is Insatiable. Music is Paradise by Ixon.